Welcome to another episode of Infinity X, where we give a stage and microphone to human excellence in the pursuit of never-ending opportunities and merging ecosystems with world-renowned entrepreneurs and influencers. Now, here's your host, David Harder. From the hallowed halls of Epic Productions here in Red Bank, New Jersey, we are Infinity X, giving a stage and microphone to human excellence each and every single Tuesday coming at you live. Replay, we are InfinityX.com. We are InfinityX YouTube. We are giving a stage and mic to Mr. Always Good, Joseph Mogazel. Joseph is in the house. Folks, again, this is Joseph Mogazel. You are going to get a education as a business owner this evening on how to appropriately set up a 501c3 and how to find funding, folks, how to find liquidity, how to find leverage, how to build a business, how to build a brand. Joseph has been doing this at an ultra high level and just doesn't have bad days. It's unbelievable. He's Mr. Always Good. Joe, what's up, buddy? How are you doing this evening? Oh, man, Dave, thank you so much, man. I'm always good. Thank you for asking, man. I hope you're doing the same. I and, am. Uh, Boy, I got to tell you, I am I am super honored, super excited to be to be on this podcast with you, to be in front of your entire tribe of people, man. Like what you guys do on this planet, kindred spirits. God bless you for saying that, man. You know, I mean, each and every single week, you know, what we try to do is we try to give a platform for, you know, not only for people that are looking to expand on their own personal business, but can give a value prop and a glimmer of hope and ideas and strategies to the business owner, the entrepreneur who's looking to expand that brand, right? And what they need. And Sean Gallagher talks about it all the time, a larger stage and a larger microphone, right? And that's exactly what Infinity X is the platform for good uh, in building that out. Once again, folks, Replay, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube. And if you have a question for Joe at any point during the conversation, please put it into the chat. Uh, Parker will bring me up to speed. Shout out to Parker Russo and Danny Drew behind the scenes for making InfinityX happen each and every single week. So, folks, again, this is Mr. Always Good, Joseph McGazel. And Joe, why don't you, let's, let's, you know, we always want to go with the, the journey of human excellence, right? Where did it start for you? Hmm. Thank you for asking that question, Dave. Um, I also want to give a shout out to Joe Lord. Thank you for the interview you gave me. And thank you for sharing your story with me. Uh, Just, man, you guys have such great people, such great people that work with you, right? Maybe it's because you draw them in. I don't know. We try. Because you're great (laughs) people, right? Um, Starts from the top. Shout out to Rob Gill. Absolutely. Rob's an awesome, awesome individual, man. Love that guy. Um, You know, let me, let me go back. Okay. So. 2002, I've been working irrigation, digging holes in the ground. I, I grew up in Michigan okay. and uh, wintertime was coming around. And in the wintertime in Michigan, you really can't dig holes in the ground. It gets a little too frozen, right? <laughs> um, it's just one of those things. So uh, everybody at the company I worked for went on what they called unenjoyment. Oh boy. Okay. Which yep. is unemployment. Um, but it. when you're 19 years old, that's like 110 bucks a week. I don't know about you or anybody else listening, but when I was 19, 110 bucks a week wasn't enough. Mm. Right. And then subtract taxes. Of course. So I happened to be at a house party and I met this gentleman who was wearing a suit, right? I love wearing suits, always have. Uh, but he was wearing a suit and he was about my age. And I'm like, I got to ask him, like, dude, what do you do? 
And he said, well, I sell furniture for this company called Art Van. Okay. And I'm like, really? They hire people with no experience? He's like, yeah. In fact, you got a great personality. Come apply. So I decided, why not? I mean, it's got to be better than what I'm doing now. And I always wanted to be in, in more of a sales role. Like I, I love talking to people. I love, I love helping people. And I realized that sales is the culmination of both, right? You get to talk to random people you've never met, Yep. but you're helping solve some problem. Maybe for furniture, it's the family's coming in town for Thanksgiving or Christmas and they need new furniture because they want it to look better. They don't want people to judge them in the wrong way. Yep. Or maybe it's my dog ate my couch. Who knows? <laughs> Familiar or, with but that. you're helping solve a problem. And so I'm like, wow, I can do everything I want to do there. So he's like, hey, come on in. So I applied. I interviewed Mitch was the sales manager I interviewed with. And he said, hey, you got a great personality, but it's the wrong I'm time. I'm stroking year. my dick. I got lotion on my dick right now. I'm just stroking oh, my okay. shit. I'm horny Somebody, as fuck, man. I'm a freak, man. Like, Andy, get over here and put that on mute. Man. Andy, get over there and put that on mute. Kick him out, hey, please. you know, in case anyone was wondering, this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> Family-friendly show, folks. <laughs> we have no time for any of that. Thank you. <laughs> get that out of here. Somebody monitor that. Uh, so, get that um, guy off my stage. Nonetheless, though, this guy—he's uh, like, hey, you know, come back and check with us. It's the wrong time of year to hire someone with no experience. And I'm like, okay. So I hear, but check back with us. We'll keep your resume on file. We'll let you know. Yep. So, what are most people going to do then? They'll never check back, right? Let's just be real. Most of us aren't aren't ever going to just call back and see because you hear that as you didn't get the job i heard that as well if i show up every single day and check back with them eventually they're going to have to say yes yep so i got home and said to my mom i said hey mom look uh on unemployment i can't afford the gas back and forth every day but what i can't afford because i paid attention in the interview and mitch really liked the colombian coffee at speedway gas station and during the winter time in Michigan, they're like 50 cents a cup, right? Yep. So I'm like, I can afford two cups because you don't show up with one, then you're a brown noser. You show up with two, you just happen to be the guy that had be driving by and thought maybe I'll give you one too, right? So I'm like, I want to show up every hey, single somebody, morning. Somebody, somebody, come on, hold on a second. Somebody monitor Uh-oh. that. Yeah, Uh-oh. kick that out. There we go. Go ahead, Joe. All right, cool. So I said, hey, what? Hold on one second, Joe. Danny, just make sure that everybody is on mute when they enter and they cannot unmute. Perfect. Thank you so much. Thank you, Danny. Appreciate that. Shout out to Danny for doing Shout it. Shout out to Danny Drew. Absolutely. So um, my mom said, absolutely. I'll, 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 every day, no problem. She said, but are you sure like every day? And I said, yeah, every day. So for 21 straight days. Now I, I went and got a suit at Value City just to have the interview. She had to wear a suit to work there. Yep. I had like, one white shirt to go with it. I owned like maybe three ties. And I was borrowing ties from my dad at this point, right? Like, so I'm just, I'm showing up every single day with two cups of coffee. Is Mitch here? Yeah. I'd see him. Hey, Mitch, anything changed yet? Right. Just hand him the coffee. Take it from me. Nope. Great. I walk out. Well, on day 21, I walk in. Now, by this point, like, the salespeople aren't even thinking about talking to me because they already know who I am, right? Yep. The office ladies are giving me the funny look like, you've been here too much, dude. And Mitch comes up and I say, hey, Mitch, anything? And he snatched that cup of coffee out of my hand and said, let me guess, change yet. Jesus Christ. If you're going to work this hard to get the job, you're hired because I know you're going to be able to be successful. Yep. 
It's a Wednesday. He says, now come back on Monday. I swear to God, if I see you before Monday, you're fired. Mm -hmm. And I said, great. And I turned around and I walked out the front door as if I had the last 20 days before that. Yeah. Got in the car, told my mom, I got it. Man, that was a celebration, right? Yep. Yep. And, and that was the beginning of my career as a salesperson. And then that first year, and, and really not even the whole year, because that was like October. But between October and the end of the year, if you were to average that out, I made yep. as much money as my dad did in a year. Wow. What would, right? Tell me, how, how did that feel? I felt grateful that my father and my mom had sacrificed as much as they had. Yep. It felt so good to be able to be like, wow, I'm making this kind of money. I mean, I'm averaging like $1,000 a week. I'm 19 years old. This is ridiculous. And so, well, by that... By the point that the year ended, I was already at, at, at 20, but still I'm like, wow, this is amazing. So I said, Hey dad, like, I love you. And in my mind, I'm saying this to myself, right? Like, I love you. I want to do something special because you've sacrificed so much for me. I know working third shift at General Motors isn't your dream in life. Mm. Like, I know your dream was to move to America from Lebanon and raise a family, but I know it wasn't to be a guy driving on a forklift working third shift at General Motors. I know yeah. this. Yep. You know, any any ref soccer games, and he did everything he could to make enough money, absolutely, to never have to have my mom work. Yep. And so I got with my mom and my sister, and I said, "Hey, what if we send Dad back to Lebanon? This is 2003. Yep. What if we send him there, and we we allow him to see his family he hasn't seen in a decade? Because the last time we were all there was '93. I'll pay for half the ticket. You two pay for the other half. They said yes." So we bought the ticket so we could leave and be there at the beginning, beginning of July. And for, for General Motors, like that month of July is the changeover model year, right? You ever notice how new cars for the next year come out in like August or September? August. Yeah, yeah. Yep. <clears throat> so they change the little things that need, to, that need to happen, right? Yep. And so it's a two-week shutdown. But my dad had been there for so long, 27 years, he could take another two weeks and spend the whole month of July with his family. And so we made that happen. I'm grateful that the last day he was here in the States, mm. I was able to tell him that I was proud of him because that was the last time I got to talk to my dad. Oh my God. On July 11th, 2003, I got the phone. We got the phone call and I'll never forget. My sister woke me up in the morning, like probably three o'clock, four o'clock in the morning. And the sound that was coming out of my mom's voice is a sound I've never heard a human make. I grabbed the phone out of her lap and my, my uncle said, your, your dad passed away. And that hurt. Like, of course it hurt that my father had passed away, right? Like anybody, when you lose your a parent, it's painful, but I don't know if anybody else knows this, but when you, when you are an American citizen, you die in a foreign country, you have to have an autopsy. Yeah. Yeah. And then we found out it was a blood clot. That caused the heart attack. Yeah. And that's when I went deep into a spiral. Like, was it? What if I wouldn't have? What if I wouldn't have brought up that, that gift I thought was so big and major? Oh, boy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, yeah. Was the blood clot caused from that flight? 
Wait, did I just kill my hero? Oh, boy. And for 18 months, man, I mean, yeah, as much booze as I could drink. Oh, yeah. I, you know, I, I never went super crazy on the drug side of it, but I did try a bunch of different things. Yep. And uh, for 18 months, I watched my life spiral out of control to the point where I didn't even know if I was good at sales anymore. Like, maybe, maybe that first year was a fluke. So, hey, George, I see you wanted to ask a question. Give me just one moment. I'll let yeah, you ask that question. Second, Georgie. Uh, and I'm in a Saturday morning meeting about 18 months later. I'm still half drunk. And in the meeting, I'm just thinking to myself, like, man, am I even good at this? Like, I'm working 12 hours a day, six days a week. I'm barely making a minimum wage. This is ridiculous. Like, maybe, I need to, maybe I need to change what I'm doing. And all I heard was commission-only job. All I heard was volunteer, two weeks guaranteed pay. Yeah, 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 but, yeah. Cool. I'll take two weeks and figure it out. Right, right. Best unconscious decision I've ever made in my life. <laughs> it happened to be a two-week training course on the seven habits of highly effective people. Oh, my God. Was it really? Wow. Three days in, I'm reading a homework assignment. Now, I had not read a book cover to cover yeah. ever. In fact, I was misdiagnosed as dyslexic as a child in elementary school. I didn't find out until 2016 that I am at the absolute extreme end of ADD, ADHD. And so... My brain puts letters in words that don't belong when I read if I'm not under control. So I, I go into this and three days in, I'm reading a homework assignment, right? Trying to read my chapter. And it hit me. My choice. My choice. How I was going to take my father's passing was either going to be a stepping stone or a stopping stone. Sure. But it was up to me. And in that moment of realizing I was never going to let it be a stopping stone in my life. I got all this feeling of like, holy shit. I've actually done stuff I can be proud of over this last 18 months of me just being an idiot. Yeah. Like I still showed up to work every single day and worked 12 hour days, six days a week. I've still been able to pay my rent. I've still been able to pay my car payment. I've still been able to pay my insurance. My family still loves me. All these things were just hitting me and it, and it, and it clicked like every moment after finding out that he had passed, it had been a good moment in my life. And from that day forward, I made the decision that if you asked me how I was, my answer was simple. I'm always good. Unbelievable. Folks, we are Infinity X with a stage and microphone with pure human excellence. This is uh, Joseph. Uh, <laughs> oh, my God. Mr. Always Good. Um, man, what a story. Um, and, you know, I mean, listen, I, I, <clears throat> I, I can identify I lost my father. Uh, in 2020, Alzheimer's, COVID. And, um, you know, a month before he passed away, um, they allowed us to do a FaceTime, right? And because, you know, at this particular point, he was really knee deep into COVID and he was really, really accelerated into, um, into Alzheimer's disease, Joe, right? And uh, I remember that the nurse sent me a text message right before we did the FaceTime, my wife and I. And she said, I just want to warn you that it might not be what you're accustomed to seeing. Right. And um, I didn't take that seriously, quite honestly. I don't know why, but 
but I didn't take it seriously because I think I was harboring and holding on to the vision of who my father was in my world. And then the FaceTime comes on and it's somebody that I didn't recognize and somebody who couldn't communicate. And, 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 and for two minutes, I just cried, just, just nonstop, just bald because this, my hero, you know, the person that I aspired to be was not who I knew, you know? And, um, and then the, uh, the FaceTime cut out after two minutes and we weren't able to reestablish it. And that was the last visual and any call it communication that I ever had with my father. I was supposed to be able to go do a window show. Cause I mean, this was COVID right. And, uh, I was supposed to be able to, you know, wave to him in the window and, um, he was too sick to be able to do it, you know? And so my last memory of him was in a state that I do not want to remember. And for months after he passed away, I did all of that same self-reflection, you know, like what, what could I have done differently while he was still with us? And, you know, what, you know, all those should have, would have, could have, you know, and I swear on my children that about three months after he passed away, uh, no, I said, what am I saying? Three months. It was about three days after he passed away. He was a co- avid coin collector, right? And uh, <clears throat> I uh, I dive into my pool, you know, just because I was just trying to, you know, get out of myself. And don't you know, I find a coin at the bottom of my pool. And he was an avid uh, bird watcher and his favorite bird was Cardinal. Three months afterwards, this is the three months, a, a family of Cardinals sets up a nest right outside my, my back door. And damn near every day, a Cardinal flies by and, you know, you get these, you get these reminders and it's not, Hey, I'm still with you necessarily as much as it is. Um, it's, uh, you know, you're doing things right. You know, you're moving forward and you're doing what you're supposed to do. And it sounds to me like you had that exact same experience. And so what then, what then happened after that, Joe, like what, you know, like once you had that epiphany and started to move forward, what happened? My, my life changed. It went back to, to feeling like because I was happy about me and, and I felt good about who I was, I could sell again. I could really help these people solve that problem they had. And eventually I ended up selling uh, the finance manager of a car dealership in Midland, Michigan um, furniture. And he's like, you got to come sell cars for us. So I said, Hey, tell you what, I got a couple weeks of vacation coming up. So I'll take a week vacation. I'll come up and sell for you for a week on vacation. If I like it, cool. If I don't, I stay here. Well, Found out I was better at selling cars than I was at selling furniture. And that turned into me doing that and then eventually moving to Dallas, Texas. Okay. Um, and it was in 2006 that the gas station attendant that I used to drive by on my way to work every single day. And back then, I had a little bit of a habit of, of, of two monsters every morning and a pack of cigarettes. Okay. I don't smoke anymore. Yep. I did back then. It helped me feel closer to my dad, who was also a smoker. You know, so I smoked Marlboro Lights just like he did. Um, but I walk in one morning and he's just like, that's it. I'm not asking you again. 
This answer is the same every time. You're Mr. Always Good from now on. I was like, ooh, I like that. I had no idea what it meant, like to other people, really, until like 2017, 2018. And I'd interviewed for the same national inside sales manager role at the company I worked for back then five times. Mm-hmm. And five times they gave the job to someone else. And that's when I was walking down the hallway. I'm getting ready to go have a pity party for myself, right? Yep. Like I'm feeling, feeling crappy. And Mary, thank you, Mary. I'm telling you this right now. Thank you. She was the executive assistant for the uh, CEO of the company I worked for. And I'm walking out and she says, hey, how are you? And I said, okay. I took one step and she turned around and said, hey, what's wrong? You're always good. I said, you know what, Mary? You're right. I am. Thank you. On the sixth time, I got the job. But it was in that moment that I realized like, holy cow, this whole like always good thing doesn't just matter to me. It's affecting other people. And that's when I realized that I need to help more people. Mm. So in 2019, I started my own sales training company called Always Good. And I quit with, with no clients because I, I felt like I heard God tell me, like, like today's the day. Wow. Either you commit or you forever, forever have your, your skill, but not my grace. And so I, I quit. And that did okay. And through 2020, I, we were profitable. Mm-hmm. I wasn't feeding the soul, you know, helping other people when I was in, a, in corporate America, learn how to sell more meant they made more money, meant their family did better, meant all these other things. Yep. And so I had to figure out like, what's the next step for me from here? And so I dissolved the company uh, mid last year, knowing that I would figure it out. And when I had the opportunity, because I met someone at an event, who was talking about their, uh, his name's Craig Shaw. He was talking about his, his charity golf tournament. Okay. And I'm like, I got to go talk to this guy. It's benefiting the Shriners Children's Hospital. I love what they do, how they help the families. And so in the hallway, I just said, hey, man, like, why them? And we connected in about 15 minutes. He's like, hey, come to my mastermind this weekend. I want you to be my guest. I'm going to comp you for everything. And so I got my flight, my hotel, my rental car rearranged, my wife. Melanie, she, she got it all taken care of for me. And uh, while I'm there, the first day, a lady gets on stage and says, hey, my foundation is to help the victims of human trafficking. Wow. Oh, boy. Hey, we got a charity gala in Dallas. And it's like two days after I get back from California. It's like, how do you not walk up into the hallway and go get, go get a couple tickets, right? Sure. So I said, hey, can I buy a couple tickets? She said, no, but you can buy a table. Great sales approach, by the way. Yeah, well, it's absolutely <laughs> pumped of clothes right there at its finest. I love that. Yeah. And I said, great. How much is the table? She's like, 1500 bucks. I'm like, done. I can bring six friends and me? Come on. It's over. So I buy the table. This is a Saturday. On Sunday, she's on stage. Craig's on stage. Yep. And they're about to moderate a panel discussion with five founders of nonprofits. Hmm. She says, thank you to me my generosity of buying a table. I didn't buy it because I wanted to thank you. 
I didn't buy it because of anything else. I just bought it because I thought it was a good cause. But she said, thank you. And Craig goes, wait, my friend, Joe, someone get him a chair. Get up here. And now I'm on stage at an event. I didn't even know existed. How many people were at the event? There was about a hundred people in that room. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. Small event, right? Real small. And so when it finally got to me, after they're talking to everybody else, right? And I can see the guy holding the tablet and it's blinking 10 over, right? We are over time for sure. Yep, yep. And I'm like, uh, okay, what am I going to say? Because Craig goes, all right, Joe, Joe, real quick, real quick. Tell everybody who you are, what you do and what your ask is of the room. Well, I'm like, well, I know who I am. I know what I've been doing, but I don't think it's going to go over well if I say, hey, I've just dissolved my company and I'm a free agent. Like, that's just <laughs> not going <laughs> to... <That's... laughs> yeah. I said, brain, you're done. Heart, you got to speak today. Yep. So I said, hey, I'm Joe, Mr. Always Good Mo Gazel. I teach influence. I work with your company from the top to the bottom. I teach everybody how to become a problem solver and how to sell internally before we ever even think about working with your sales department. But what I really want to do is work with nonprofits. I want to help their fundraising departments learn how to sell because let's face it, they're all in sales and don't know it yet. But hey, if you want to learn more, come see me. I'll be here all day. That was it. 10 appointments before I could even walk into the hallway yep. to call my, my, my business partner and one of my best friends, Adam Gaskell. He's here on the call today too. But before I could even walk out to call him to say, you won't believe what just happened. I had 10 appointments, no business. So I called him afterwards. First thing he said was, Hey, did you call your wife? Makes sense to me. I should have called her first. Right. I probably yeah. should have. Probably. But I called her afterwards and told her what was going on. And then Adam flew down from flew over from Georgia here to Texas and we whiteboarded everything. We got all, all of the strategic partnerships lined up. We got everything put into place to be able to do what we do today. And then since then, we have literally just added more and more and more and more. Uh, you know, we, we, we not only help people create nonprofits that are business owners, we help them get. 10 grand a month in free Google ad spend. Ooh, we're going to play really deep into that space here. In a we minute. will. Yes. We help nonprofits get that ad spend too. We have a team of grant writers that'll help you get your grants. We have VAs that will help you do the work you need to do. We have social media platforms. We have CRM platforms. We have everything and anything, SEO work, all of it. Like We've put it all together in such a short period of time. It's been kind of crazy and fun. Like, But just knowing that... like. Because I listened when it was called to, yep. that everything has been different because of it. It's just been absolutely amazing. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't be sitting here if it wasn't for that. So Incredible. Joe, God bless you, man. We are Infinity X Stage and Microphone with Human Excellence. Joe Mogazel, Mr. Always Good here on the Infinity X Stage. And so, Joe, let's <clears throat> let's play in that space now. Okay, so um, you get the 10 appointments, right? And then you ultimately... You launched the business. It was peak, it was influence mastery consulting, right? Peak performance in that space, and then you pivoted over to how what would, what was the groundwork and what were the steps towards building into five hundred one c three strategy and consulting, and then what led into um, you know the 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 ten thousand dollar per month ad opportunity? Like what what was the evolution of all of that? Walk us through that. You know, part of it was was Adam Gaskell and his connections and, and learning about this, Shout out to that Adam. this was even possible. Yep. Um, and then being taught how to do it by some amazing people. Yep. 
but outside of that, the rest of it was just like, honestly, the, the progression, it was like, I had made so many connections with so many heart centered people over the, the, the two and a half years, almost three years leading up to it, yep. that it all just made sense. You know, like that moment where it's like, Hey, I want to sell candy and I'm surrounded by a bunch of people that love chocolate. Mm-hmm. That was what it was like. <laughs> right. Like, <laughs> and I just start telling my, my, my friends that I've made over the last few years and business owners that I'm, I'm connected with, like, Hey, here's what I'm doing now. And they're like, I want it. I want it. I want it. I didn't have to, I didn't have to sell it to them. I didn't have to tell them any of it. They just started asking for it. All right. So let's, let's play in that space a little bit. Right. So let's say I am a business owner and I own a medical practice or mm-hmm. something of that nature. And you, Joe approach me, you're introduced to me. And, um, you know, I say, Hey, you know what? Well, I had never thought about a 501c3, right? Why would I consider that? And then what benefit would I, what would I receive or what benefit could my business ultimately get from establishing that? Well, Dave, great question. Um, let me ask you a question. Is, it, is that okay? Please. Do you have a cause you believe in? I do. Wonderful. Do you want to make an impact on this planet? I do. Do you want to leave a real legacy for your family? Yes then you're exactly the kind of person I'm looking for. Here's the deal. What if you could give back to the causes you love the most, more than you do now, make a bigger impact on this planet than you ever thought possible. And at the same time, not only grow your business so that it can make more money than you thought it could, but you could leave a real legacy behind for your family. That's not tied to your business. If you could do all those things, would you like to learn more about how I can help you do that? Yes, I would. Please walk me through that. I'm Beautiful. super interested. That's exactly where it starts. Because if you don't have a cause, don't talk to me. Mm. If, you, if you're doing, if, if you're coming to talk to me because you just want to be able to make more money, don't talk to me. I'm going to tell you no anyways. And if you don't want to leave a real legacy, you don't want to positively impact this planet, don't talk to me. Mm. I'm the wrong person. There's plenty of people who will sell you what I do, maybe for more money than I do it for. Mm-hmm because they just want to get your, your paycheck, right? But it starts there. No cause, we're done. You're not philanthropic now, we're done. Like, that's all there is to it. Like, I want to help the people that want to help this planet. Like, I'm on a, I'm on a mission to positively impact a billion lives. I can't do that with people who are just in it for the money. Yeah, but that's where it starts. If you have a cause, okay. you want to leave a legacy, you want to make more money while you leave a legacy. Great. I'm the, I'm the perfect person to talk to. Amazing. Amazing. So Joe, I'm in, right? I, I like, I, like, let's, let's keep playing in this, playing in this space, right? So I'm, I'm in, uh, my cause is, uh, uh, you know, ch- the, uh, children's cancer. I want to help to eradicate children's cancer. Right. So now what do, what do I do next, Joe? So the first thing that we do is we sit down and we talk about exactly what it is that you want your nonprofit to do specifically right so say it's just children's cancer okay if you have more than one cause still perfectly fine because what we're going to do is we're going to set you up with a nonprofit that gives to the charities you love the most so i'm not asking you to set up an infrastructure i'm not asking Mm. you to set up this whole thing that's going to take just as much time to run as your business i want to set up something for you that allows you to give to the charities you love the most in a bigger way and because of the fact that we want you to be able to say, hey, 10%, 20%, 5%, whatever it is, 
of the money your company makes goes to this nonprofit that gives to these nonprofits. Google's going to then give you $10,000 a month in free advertising to drive people to your nonprofit. So let me ask you a question. Have you ever heard of Tom's Shoes? Uh, Tom's, yes, I have. Yeah. How about the car company Subaru? Of course. Yeah. Well, why do people love those two companies so much? Um, well, dependability, I would say. I, you know, I think I know from Subaru, right? Reliability and dependability, I would say. Yeah. Look, great. They have a boxer engine. And for those of you who don't know what that means, it means a motor that sits sideways and runs differently than every other motor you've ever heard of. Mm. It's actually not the most reliable thing in the world. However, what they do is give back to charity. Tom? And they talk about it in all of their ads, don't they? Mm. What about Tom's shoes? Buy a pair, a pair is given away. Now, do you think they do that just because they love giving money to charity? Absolutely not. Exactly. There's intentionality behind it. Yes. Now, that's because anyone who knows Tom's shoes and loves what they do buys a lot of Tom's shoes. I've tried them on. They're uncomfortable for me. <laughs> no offense, Tom's. No offense. Um, and Subaru does make a great product. Great car. I sold them for a while. Um, not my style, right? However, if I had to pick between them and let's say Honda, I'd pick Subaru all day long, mm. right? Why? Because they have a cause. Same thing with Tom's. And so then it comes the question, why does Google give nonprofits, public 501 C3s, $10,000 a month of free advertising? Absolutely. That's the question everybody's waiting to hear. Yeah. Because one, they believe in charities and nonprofits, but two, it's the tax credit they get from the IRS. Let's just be real. Got it. <laughs> right. They're going to give you, let's call it monopoly or, or Google money. Right. Mm -hmm. Cause it can only be spent there, but they could have sold that ad space to somebody else. Right. Sure. So the government says, we're going to give you 10 grand a month in credits off your taxes for every company you do this with. Now they want to give away a billion dollars a year doing this. Hmm. Right. Okay. But they get real tax breaks for that. So what I want to do is turn that around for you as a business owner. That's philanthropic. You have a cause. You believe in making this planet better. Let's take that money and turn it into people being funneled into your ecosystem that love what you do as a cause to the point where they're going to buy from you. Mm. And if we can make that a one-to-one -one ratio, 120 grand a year of extra money for the business and for the nonprofit. That's a win-win. Oh yeah. All day long. All day. And, and that's, that's, that's why I love doing what I do because we get to help in so many different ways. Everyone that works for your company has a better life for it. You get to hire more people. You have a better life for it. And your nonprofit gets to help benefit this planet in a better way as well. So it's, it, for me, it's like the, the culmination of not a win-win, but it's everybody wins. We are Infinity X with a stage and microphone for human excellence. Mr. Always Good, Joseph Gazel here. And so Joe, what, um, what, what's, and obviously I don't want you to give away all your trade secrets, but what are some strategies that you use? Okay. So let's say that we get that established, right? We have the 501c3 set up. I have, we've identified the cause, right? We've identified, and, and, and now I would have to imagine that it goes into, okay, what is the ads strategy, right? Google is going to give me $10,000 a month. What's the strategy for deployment of that 10K? Well, first off, we're going to blanket the entire United States of America and Canada if we can. Right. So that's the other part is sometimes for geographically bound nonprofits. Like if you, you have one center somewhere in the country, it's really hard to make this work for you. Yep. But if we can blanket the entire US and into Canada, because the money spends the same in both areas, now we can get you in front of, you know, 300, 400 million people 
and they're searching. We're going to figure out every keyword we could possibly go with every long form, short form. We're going to split test the different ads. We're going to do everything we can to spend that 10 grand a month, every single month. The ones that work, we're going to do more of the ones that don't, we're going to do less of. Yep. And we're going to keep doing this over and over and over again. Yep. And that's going to drive people from there under education and empowerment. You're going to educate and empower them in some way, shape or form. And because of that, they're going to give you their name, their phone number, the email address. Cause let's be real. We're not going to let that live on Facebook. Sure. Love Facebook. Yep. But you're not going to control my data. I'm going to control my data. Right. right. Yep. So we're going to do that. And then we're going to do what a lot of other digital marketers are going to tell you to do. Drive them into a Facebook group after that. You already got their info. Now join the Facebook group. Sure. Now I feed you. Yep. All the good things we're doing. I educate you more. Every week, every week, every week. And every now and then, hey, here's what I do in the real world. That's it. The rest of it takes care of itself. It's a beautiful thing. Because the people that love the mission and cause you're on, if they need your product or service, they're going to buy from you. So, I mean, it's like having 10 grand a month in free advertising for your business, but not in a bad way, not in an unethical way, right? In a way that says, Hey, I'm positively impacting this planet. And if you love what I do that way, come buy from me too. Of course. Of course. And, and Joe, to that point, tell me a little bit about your staffing and your infrastructure on, do you have in-house coaches? Do you have in-house cons, you know, uh, consultants that work with the business owners on how to drive that specific language and help to drive them into their ecosystem? I mean, we start from the very beginning. That's another great question, Dave. You're a great host, by the way. Thank Thank you, brother. I appreciate that. Aside from the moron that came on here talking about all that other crap before. Sorry about that, folks. (laughs) Family. Hey man, that guy was just not realizing he was on on uh, on 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 live mic no, there. Um, Mr. Always bad, apparently. <laughs> hey, you know. So, um, you know, really, it, it, we start from the very beginning with everyone. Like, okay, let, let's go through from the very from the very start. We help craft the mission statement. We help craft the vision. We help craft the everything, and then from there, we have a team of people who help you with every step of the way. Like our Google Ad specialists. Are, are, are people that have, are managing somewhere in the neighborhood of $700,000 every 90 days and spend. Okay. Like these people know what they're doing. Yep. Yep. And so you give us the content you already have. We then split that up into a bunch of different things. A lot of what goes into it though, is like for this ad spend, Google does give you this money, but they also cap you at like two bucks a click. Okay. Right. They also cap you at placement and text only ads. So how do we get so creative that we can spend that 10 grand a month at two bucks a click, right? I mean, it's, it's a lot of clicks, right? Yeah. Yeah, it is. That's why we need the whole US for this. Right, right, right. Right. So, but we, we, we continuously never stop looking at what makes this better? What makes this better? How do we reach the right people the right way? How do we find the right people? How do we, like all of it, it's just never ending. And so every month we always get together with everybody and we talk about here's what's working, here's what's not working. You have full access to your Google Analytics, just like we do. And so if you see something that we, for some reason, haven't, you can tell us. We are open to everything. In fact, when it comes to managing your ads and spend on that, we have no contracts for that. Hmm. Like, I want everyone to be happy that works with us. Right. If you're not happy, don't work with me. That, like, so I don't want contracts. I did that the wrong way once before. You know, like I spent $36,000 with, with a digital marketing company to get zero leads as a business owner. But I was contracted, so I had no choice. Right. So we won't do that. Move it up and down. Change how you want to do it with us. We're fine with that. The big thing is just 
can, can we positively impact lives? If we can, then let's figure it out. If not, then no big deal. Look, by the way, Dave, I know you're probably normally the one that going, hey, let's get to questions. But there's some people that have been asking if they can ask questions a few times here. So. Yeah, well, you know what? I'll tell you what, folks, we're going to save those questions for the last 10 minutes of the episode here. Just so you know, if you do have a question for um, for Joe, please put it into the chat. The chat also we replay, guys. We are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube. But um, let's Joe, let's talk about this in a, a little bit deeper here. What? Um, <clears throat> Give some examples, if you wouldn't mind, of some relatively recent businesses. Uh, we obviously don't have to disclose names or all the privacy and everything like that, but sample sizes of businesses that came into you that were setting something up and then just a little bit around what that strategy looked like. Well, you know, I mean, let's, um, you know, I, I'm pretty sure I can completely say this. And if not, please tell me later, Scott. But Scott Tennant. Oh, my boy. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> great friend of mine. We <laughs> helped live to give charity become a real charity. Love, shout out to Scotty. Love him. Live to Give was born at a, at, a, at a business mastery with Tony Robbins on stage. They raised a lot of money. Yep. And Scott was one of the captains of that team. And, he, and, and Live to Give then eventually became now, as of today, we got the letter there, a fully registered 501c3 nonprofit charity. <laughs> and I also sit on the board of directors for that charity as well. Incredible. Incredible. Now, Synergy Medical... Yep. Is a, is a big time company. Oh yeah. Right? They're, they're not small. They don't do little things. They have a, they have a patented medical device yep. that is approved by the FDA. That's yep. in clinical trials with the VA for PTSD. And his heart is so big. You know, Scott, man, oh, the guy's heart oh, yeah. is so big, right? Yeah. So it's, it's, he's, he defies logic. <laughs> being able to be part of that growth and that trajectory of someone who's, man, he could have picked anybody under the planet to do yep. this with. There's a lot of other companies, like I said before, that they might charge you more than I do. They might charge you less than I do. I don't know. But Scott was like, hey, but it's, it's my heart, right? He's like, it's your heart. It's your heart that makes me want to work with you. Yep. It's the fact that you care as much as I care. And Live to Give helps a human, a horse, and a hound. In case you're wondering, hound means dog. Um, but three H's, alliteration kind of helps out, right? So um, we, have a, we are actually having a kickoff gala or a, not a gala, but a kickoff meeting with, with, with some smaller individuals that are uh, on October 9th, about 30 people. We're going to do a big, a big to do there. And, you know, then, then there's also, we have, a, we have another one that, that um, is all about rescuing dogs from Mexico. Okay. That have been abandoned and then training them to become service animals wow. and then bringing them to the U S to give to families sure. that can't afford a service animal for a veteran or an autistic child. That's incredible. Oh right. Um, That's so another cool. one that had there not have been a COVID outbreak at the Pentagon, yep. I would have been there yesterday for their presentation um, called Tiny Be Mighty and their app called The Bullying Buddy. Mm. Like, um, like these, like, yeah. So the COVID outbreak at the Pentagon, it went from whatever number of people down to eight guests and then three days ago, they dropped it to three. Yeah. And I, we made the eight. We didn't make the three. And I get that. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Cool. Yeah. But like things like that, like the, the people that we're working with, they're not just these little, like just getting started. Some of them are beyond well-established. Um, you know, some of them are doing a million plus a year in revenue as a nonprofit, you know, uh, nonprofits don't have to be not profitable. Yeah, that's exactly. I was about to say the exact same thing, folks. Five hundred one c three that's doing a million dollars a year in revenue. That's a that's a baller five hundred one c three. 
That's actually making a real, real impact. And that's a profitable nonprofit. I totally agree with that. Uh, Joe, by the way, what, what is the name of your company? How can people search you out? Nonprofitaccelerators.com. Nonprofitaccelerators.com. Somebody put that into the chat. Nonprofitaccelerators.com. So, Joe, uh, before we hit the questions uh, in the chat, because I know that there's a million of them in there. And folks, thank you so very much uh, for sharing this, uh, this stage and microphone with Joe this evening. Uh, again, replay, we are infinityx.com, we are infinityx YouTube. Joe, um, what, is, what is the growth rate? What's the acceleration of nonprofit accelerators? Where do you see the company going over the next five years? And what type of impact do you see you making? You know, really over the, over the next five years, we're going to grow this company to the point where it is at a minimum valuation of $100 million. Hmm. And that's because we're going to positively impact a billion lives in the process, right? That's all it's about is, is the amount of people we impact, the amount of people that we can positively change their lives is going to dictate what this company's valuation is. Um, and in between now and then, we're just going to keep going, you know, and, and hopefully like big picture, big picture thinking of that. Yep. So what if that means it's a billion dollar valuation because we helped a billion lives. Joe, is it all direct to uh, direct to uh, either business business or direct to consumer face-to-face or over the phone or Zoom-based consulting? Or do you have digital coursework as well? You know, we are working on building out digital coursework to teach people how to do what we would do for them. So they're not having to spend the same kind of money, Yep. yep. but it's putting it all together the right way to make sure that when you get done, I don't want to confuse you into what you got to go through because like, like some of the people we've worked with, like they don't, they filed their first application in August of last year. And when they got with us, it took a month and a half and they were approved and they couldn't figure it out on their own. Yep. So I want to make sure that we can put it into a way that is 100% dialed into where you can, you take that course, you go do it and you know, you have everything you need. So the only reason you would hire me to do it for you is because you just don't want to do the work. Um, so we're putting that together, but it's been trying to make it digestible enough to where like a six-year-old could figure it out, right? So that's yeah. where we're at right now. Hopefully everything works out well. Before the end of this year, we'll have that course out for everybody. Well, what, and what's the ideal avatar for you? I mean, do you have a specific sweet spot of business type or does it is it really just completely open architecture? And who are you looking to work with? If you truly have a cause, if you truly have a cause, you really want to impact this planet. You're doing it because you want the goodwill of doing it, not the money. You're the right person to come talk to me. It doesn't matter what industry you're in. It doesn't matter what your cause is to a point. Like, don't get me wrong. If your cause is like people who love red polka dotted mugs, I don't know if that's going to work out well, <laughs> but if it's truly going to impact the planet. It doesn't matter what it is that you do. We can help. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X Stage and Microphone with Human Excellence. This is Nonprofit Accelerators, Mr. Always Good, Joseph McGazel. And so Joe, um, you know, oh, so Joe Lord actually just put into the text, dog, dog shelter, rescue shelter or something of that nature. Is that something that we get behind? I mean, absolutely. That That's one of, like, again, like I was saying, one of the ones that we have, Dog's Heart Foundation, that we are, we are currently working through getting them rescued from Mexico, trained on how to become a service animal, an autistic uh, service animal brought into the U.S. Uh, we have another one where we're talking about, like, helping someone who's going to actually build dog shelters. Yep. So absolutely, 100%. Animals are a huge part of my heart anyways. Um, but yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome. So Joe, check that out. And, and um, 
Joe Mogazel, I uh, don't actually have optics on the chat at the moment. I don't I don't have my mouse or anything like that handy for me. Do you have optics on some of the questions that are in the chat that you can hit? I mean, I know people have been asking for it. And this person has changed their name a few times. Like, I love Joe. Never mind. I love Dave. I think it's George. George, come on, man. Give me a question. (laughs) Uh, But also, thank you, Joe, for that question. Joe Lord, by the way. Yeah. Well, <clears throat> while we're waiting for that to come back in, that might have been somebody to pop out. So, Joe, I have another question for you. What stages are you looking to be featured on? What do you want to speak on? You know, I, lo- I love speaking in front of business owners. I really do. And I love speaking in front of nonprofits all at the same time. But business owners tend to be the sweet spot for us, right? Because nonprofits are a business by nature. Mm-hmm. In fact, in order to become a nonprofit, you have to create a business entity and get an EIN. So when I talk to business owners who are already philanthropic, they get how to run a business mm-hmm. and they can run the nonprofit the same way. A lot of nonprofit founders who aren't business owners have that heart, but they don't get it's a business. And that causes a lot of problems, which is why, you know, like, I don't know, 80% of them fail within the first 18 months, mm-hmm. just like business owners. So my, my ideal audience is, is, a, is business owners who are philanthropic, who are already given to charity, that are already successful enough to the point where they're thinking about doing something else. What type um, of tax incentives, if any, can get created? And we're not giving tax or legal advice here, folks, but what type, are there any tax incentives and or tax advantages that can get created for the business that then founds the nonprofit? Absolutely. And, and again, thank you for pointing that out there because we're not giving any tax advice. I'm not a tax professional, I'm not a lawyer. Yep. Um, but if your business is giving 10% of its revenue away mm-hmm. to a nonprofit, that means it's 10% less you got to pay in taxes. Got it. Right? Let's, and that's just across the board, right? Yep. Most of the time, it's the business owner giving the money, not the business. And I'm not asking you to change that part of it. I'm just saying let your business give some money to. Outstanding question. Outstanding, or outstanding answer. And folks, again, replay. We are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube. This is Joe, Mr. Always Good Magazel. And Joe, what are you doing in the social media space now? I mean, I know that you're up on Instagram, but like, what are you know, what are some spots where you're marketing and you're seeing opportunity for businesses and 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 also for businesses who are establishing these 501c3s um, to market in the social media space? You know, the best part about it is, is that specifically with, with Google specifically, right? Like, let's just think about it this way. Yep. Um, Google's the internet. I mean, they're not, right? They're not the internet, but they're kind of the internet, right? So you, you I don't care what's, what search engine you use, you're going to Google it, right? When you become a verb in the English language, you, you've reached a certain pinnacle of business. Yep. So... If that's where everybody starts, that's the precursor, that's the most important place to be. And you can do all the rest on social media. You can pay to boost a post. By the way, I don't care how much money you spend to pay to boost a post on Facebook, Mm. 7% of your people will see it maybe at the highest dollar amount. Yep. I always wondered about that. So that's the statistic, 7%. 7%. Now, we do have a, a, a platform that we are working with. We are their official nonprofit provider. Um, and that's called CrowdShare, where where they have found a way to hack that. Love to talk to you guys about that too. Yep. Um, but it's a way of getting disciples on board to help you. Um, so it starts at Google, man. Like 
Google is where everyone goes. No one uses a phone book. Everyone Googles everything. So from there, everything else you do on social media will play itself back into your Google searches, right? The more you do, the more you get out there, the more you have. In fact, do me a favor, search Mr. Period, always good, two L's, and tell me what you see on front page of Google. Do it right now. Do it right now. Make sure you do it right. That's the important part. All right. So what do we got? We got Mr. Period space, A-L-L-W-A-Y-S-G-O-O-D. Okay, we got Joseph McGazel, Chief Executive Officer, Nonprofit Accelerators. Then we have your Instagram feed, Mr. Always Good. And then we have a couple of videos from, uh, let's see here, Mr. Always Good videos. And then we have your Facebook page. And then we have Mr. Always Good on YouTube. And then we have it on um, uh, Around Deal, Joseph McGazel, aka Mr. Always Good. Um, so it's, it's, it's all coming up centered around you, brother. Exactly. Yep. It's because I put in the work. So here's the deal. I don't care what strategy someone gives you. If you're not willing to put in the work, none of it'll work. So I've put so in the work. Let's <clears throat> So you put in the work. Yep. Yep. What about TikTok? Because I've now heard, and now correct me if I'm wrong, <clears throat> but first of all, are you doing anything in the TikTok space? I mean, you know, my TikTok is literally the one place where I go to be as goofy as I can possibly be. <laughs> Well, I heard a statistic, and I don't know if this is verifiable or not, so don't quote me on this, but I have heard that TikTok is actually starting to surpass Google as the place where individuals go to get the highest volume of information. I've heard that people search it out on TikTok. Am I wrong about that? Um, As of right now, from what I'm aware of, and if the statistics are wrong, maybe I'm wrong. If they are, tell me, please. But um. Roughly 80% of all searches on the internet go through Google and YouTube, and which you, is owned by Google. Uh, you know what? You're 100% right. I stand corrected. It wasn't TikTok. It was YouTube. It was YouTube yes. for that. And so from wh- where do you see, um, are you doing more in the Google ad space or the YouTube ad space? Well, Google gives the ad grant okay. just for Google. Okay. It doesn't work for video. Um, it doesn't work for, it has to be a text placement ad. Okay. That's just the way that they are doing it. And, and I get it, right? They don't want to let you spend 30, 40, 50, 100 bucks a click for free. Right. So you have to be creative on how to spend two bucks a click to get to 10,000. Right. But if you have enough videos on YouTube, you've done enough of your own videos, you've done enough podcast interviews, you've done enough all these other things, then your YouTube is going to pull over without you, like, Yes, you want to pay for SEO, but the majority of what you found on, on Google when you searched me was from work, nothing else, right? Yes, some of it's paid, but the vast majority of it is just re- repetition. The, like, if you got 50 or 100 videos on YouTube, mm-hmm. you're, in a, you're in a league of your own. Like Most people will start a YouTube channel and put out three, maybe four or five videos, maybe 10 right. Yep. And they're done. They'll never do it again. Absolutely. They didn't just the support, subscribers right? they wanted fast enough. Yep. Absolutely. Yep. I, I like for my for my previous company, I've got forty or fifty videos on YouTube. Yep. I've done at least a hundred different interviews on YouTube with people. Yep. Like I just, I just put in the work. Right. Work so hard, you never need a business card. Right. Shout out. Uh, so, uh, folks, uh, we are infinityx.com. We are infinityx YouTube for the replay. Um, 
And, uh, you know, uh, I want to go a little bit deeper, Joe, on what you shared just before, because I'm so fascinated by all of this. It's so incredible. Um, and there's so much ecosystem merger opportunity between your company and our company, Joe, you know, and I think we already kind of started to lay the groundwork around that, but there's a lot that we can do together. And there's a lot of co-mingled ecosystems that we can build around. I'm really, really excited about it. And I see you in my future, brother, but let's, uh, let's hit real quick. Um, the, you'd mentioned around Facebook crowd. It's not crowdfunding, but it's crowd rise and it's how- crowd share. Crowd share and how you have a just if you could spend a couple of moments just talking about how you could expand upon that a little bit. So what CrowdShare does is, is, is allows you to kind of hack that algorithm, right? Mm. So here's the, the thing that Facebook loves more than anything else in Instagram and Twitter and LinkedIn. They all love TikTok, right? They all love the most is likes, shares, and comments. Yep. Engagement matters more than you spending money to boost anything. So how cool would it be? If you knew that every time your business page or your nonprofit page put out a post that you had 10, 20, 50, 100 people that were going to immediately like, share, and comment, sure. you think you're going to reach more than 7% of your people? Oh, absolutely. Guaranteed. And are you not only going to reach their people because they've liked, shared, oh, and commented? Yeah, that's it's going to. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, we see that. And by the way, we see that on TikTok. Um, you know, Rob has put out a couple of a, a posts. I was in a video with him a couple of weeks back that has well over 110,000 views, well over 110,000, right? So yes, absolutely. And so that's the thing. So CrowdShare allows you to have that because you pick your disciples, as we call them. They call them advocates, advocacy marketing. Mm -hmm. And that allows you to do that. So it works like a Hootsuite or a Buffer mm -hmm. or things like that, that help you post in advance to social media. But instead of it just being a post, each time you have your advocates, your disciples that you know are going to get the notification from CrowdShare, yep. not from Facebook, not from Instagram, not from Twitter, not from anybody else. They're going to get it from that platform. They're going to click on it. It's going to take them right to your post, like, share, comment, done. Right? So that's a whole new ball game. They own the patent on this. And they just happen to love what we do with nonprofits and say, hey, we want you to vet Every nonprofit that wants to use our services. Got it. Um, if anybody's wondering, if you go to CrowdShare, you go to sign up. NPA, VIP, you'll get 90 days for free. And you'll get a 30% discount on your monthly fee yep. as a nonprofit or a for-profit. We work with both. Incredible. Folks, we are Infinity X, stage and microphone, absolute human excellence. This is Mr. Always Good, Joseph Margazel. The company is Nonprofit Accelerators. And Joe, do you have anything popping up here in the next 30 days? Any specials, any opportunities for businesses? Who, who, who do you want to be having conversations with? I know that they want to make a difference in the world, but do you have anything new and exciting coming up that people need to take action to reach out to you right now? Well, number one, uh, just today had the virtual book launch for the uh, uh, anthology book I am part of called Be a Success Maverick. It's volume four. Um, Where can people find that? So you can find it on Amazon today. However, um, you can also find it at, uh, hold on, I'm going to grab this real quick. I think I sent you guys the link, but I'm not sure. So give me just one quick second here. Uh, but you can find it there. We also have a, an event coming up in uh, Las Vegas that will be there. Uh, will be there on um, the 22nd, 23rd, and 24th. Um, hold on, hold on, hold on. Jeez, there it is. 
All right, going into the into the chat right now is where you can go if you want to buy the book directly from me. You can; it'll have a custom cover. There we go. Uh, fun stuff with that. But you know, the other part of it is also that um, you know, for anybody who who's listening to this right now, this happens to be the twelfth of July, two thousand twenty-two. For the next thirty days, if you schedule an appointment with me, I already put the link in the chat. But if you schedule an appointment with me, we'll give you a twenty percent discount off of any one of our packages. Just please put in, we are Infinity X in the subject oh, line. And we'll give you a 20% discount off of any of our packages to help you get set up so that you can leave an impact on this planet that is beyond the legacy you think your business can do. Incredible. Folks, how could you not take advantage of that? 20% off, right? Over the next 30 days, reference we are Infinity X. Joe, any final finals for the good folks that have stayed with us for this entire hour? Look, here's the deal. Beyond anything else, beyond anything else, success only comes to those who are willing to can just keep going. Just keep going. Don't stop and know that the struggles you're going through today are the rewards you have in life because without them, nothing would be sweet. Incredible. Incredible. I just saw from Gary. Also, he just posted in the chat. Shout out to Gary. He shows up every single week that he just booked with you for Friday. That's incredible. Joe, honor has been all mine, brother. I can't thank you enough for sharing the Infinity X stage and rapping with us for the last hour. This has been massively, massively value added. And folks, the beginning is only, it, it, this is literally the tip of the iceberg and what uh, I know that I'm going to be doing with Joe. Um, and there's just so many different uh, follow-up conversations, Joe, that you and I need to have. But your message was was pure. It was inspiring. It was um, uh, you know, obviously incredibly impactful, particularly right now in a time with massive, massive inflation, with economic challenge, where people need to find access to capital and access, access and opportunity to business expansion. And you literally just rolled out the red carpet around that, Joe. So I can't thank you enough for the massive value that you shared with all the good folks who attended not only here this evening live, but are going to watch this on the replay, which is at weareinfinityx.com. We are InfinityX YouTube. Um, Joe, again, thank you so unbelievably much for sharing the stage with us this evening, brother. I, I really, really appreciate it. All the, the super value added. Thank you so much. Appreciate everyone who's tuned in, everyone who will listen. Uh, thank you, Dave. Thank you, Rob. Thank you, everyone who's doing an amazing job with, with InfinityX and Epic Financial Services. I'm just glad to be here. Incredible, Joe. Thank you again. And folks, again, each and every Tuesday, we are bringing value, bringing content, bringing fire to the stage of Infinity X. Uh, and we will continue to do so. Next week, we will see you here live Tuesday, 7 p.m. for another uh, episode of We Are Infinity X. Replay, weareinfinityx.com. Joe, God bless you and have a wonderful night, my brother. Thank you. Thank you. We'll see you, brother. Thank you for tuning in to another episode of Infinity X. Don't forget to check us out on YouTube by searching We Are Infinity X. Until next time.